Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Chef's Meal, where we talk about whatever and never and everything else in between. I was doing the Sean. Check this out. Are, are you ready? Are you, are you ready okay. for this? Are you ready for this? You're just going to have to play along because it's going okay. to be ridiculous. Alrighty. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, rush hour in the building. Oh, nice. Hey, you know, how, that's how we spin in sedation. That is the official, that is the oh. official intro. Wow. To, uh, to rush hour, Sean. How do you, uh, how do you I'm like that? No, that, that wasn't too bad, right? I'm loving it, man. Um, <laughs> I'm loving all that effort it took to get to this moment right here. <laughs> if you're listening to this pod, this is 20 minutes in. You're trying to figure out how computers work, but <laughs> we got it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's that's how we swing in today, Sean. Um, I have a. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, so we talk about whatever, whatever, and everything else in between. Question for you, Sean. Yes. Um, what is a spatula? We're gonna we're gonna stir up some we're gonna stir up some shit early in the morning because I've the reason I say that I said that to one of our new cooks, mm-hmm. and he gave me something not a spatula. <laughs> So what is a spatula? Okay, um, a spatula is a, a flat utensil, a flat angled utensil that is used to separate some food from a container or pot. That I don't think that would be an apt description of what a spatula is. It, it, it works by <laughs> as a fulcrum. <laughs> <laughs> to to scrape and scrape evenly, <laughs> I would say that that's a spatula. That's a spatula. It, yes. Okay, Sean, you get. Hey. You get the lovely points today, Sean. <laughs> um, you get the spatula correct. It is a scraper. Okay. Uh, but most specifically, um, in the restaurant or in our building, rather, it's the it's the red handled spatula, the scraper. Sure. Right. So I told our new employee, I was like, "Hey, um, it would be easier if you use a spatula to scrape or to take out the mashed potatoes from um, from the uh, from the pot into sure. the container." Right, hold on. The the sun is literally like blaring on the other side. Yeah, yeah you up. got some God rays hitting yeah. you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Look like <laughs> your own Instagram filter, real time. switch <laughs> <laughs> it onto this side. Um, can I can I even turn off the uh, the light? Because like the sun is like beaming right now. Hold on, can we natural light? Oh fuck it, we'll, we'll rock with it. Yeah, okay, so very, uh, sep- the... very sepia right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like it's like right here. I'm trying to like cover it. Maybe, maybe if I do that. Nope, doesn't. No, do I, just, I try just, to cover just it. look. Let it happen. Okay. Let it happen. <laughs> <laughs> he 
he he then proceeded to use the actual flipper like the the flipper from the grill so the big ass it's technically a spatula too but that that's a flipper he took that and tried to scrape the the inside of the bowl and i'm looking at him i'm like um i i it's not making it easier for for you right now it's uh, <laughs> it's a little hard so i maybe that was the incorrect um the incorrect uh remark to to give it to him but the spatula is uh, a scraper of some sort and not the flipper the flipper is actually the the, the flat surface one altogether. but yeah sean you you get uh you get two points for that one hey yeah, yeah, yeah. where do i win this is the greatest <laughs> answer i've ever heard <laughs> <laughs> I've been digging through everywhere just to kind of get it. some sound bites all together. Let me put it back into the uh, the God filter there, I call it. But, like, you lose me a little bit, but let me turn on the light. Okay. Oh, and then uh, we'll right into, uh, let's play some, uh, let's play some, uh, I, I, I'm going to call it as the news segment, Sean. Okay. I'm going to call it the Mon Chouchou News. So here we go. Oh. oh. Coming into the whole building. Let me set it up. Uh, I'm gonna do this every week, Sean, where we talk about some culinary news into into the area. Not like culinary is so popular. There's a lot of news to be like, but since it's Thanksgiving, there's a couple of articles here about said so. So, what is the difference between yams and sweet potatoes? What do you think, Sean? So here you go. If you if you look at it, the sweet potato that we that we know and love is actually the orange one, right? Right. The yam is actually the white colored one, and looks more in terms like of a, of a root. This yeah, it is the like a, like a coconut, right? It kind of is. Like the, the bark is a little, the bark is a little thing, but the mix up is from when uh, years before uh, the. The sweet potato got mixed with the yam and the color turned similar. So if you see it right now, it's like off, off orange-ish. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where it was. That's that's the, the whole mix up. But if we're just talking about sweet potatoes and yams, sweet potatoes is the orange one. Yams is the white fleshed one. So that is the main difference between the two. So it, it's not to be mistaken. Uh, it's not too too intense of a of a thing. I don't know why they're they're putting this in the culinary news, but whatever. It's <laughs> it's almost it's that time of year. It's that time of year. We got some more. Um, last night we got some more uh, uh, some cranberry sauce because I know we're gonna kill it in Tucson. Caitlin eats two of those in one sitting, wow. so I got two extra. We were at Shoprite last night. Uh, got some food. And um, that's what we got. So, yeah, man. And then uh, let's click into this. Best food documentaries on Netflix right now. Are you watching anything on Netflix? I, I what, what am I watching on Netflix? I watched the Dolomite movie. <laughs> <laughs> really good. Have you watched any, any culinary ones? 
Um, Jiro Dreams of Sushi was the last one that I watched. Amazing. Amazing. Have you watched any of the docu-series, though? Like the documentary ones? I have not. Okay. So let's let's rifle through, because this is pretty cool. They, they kind of okay. listed it. So Chef's Table, uh, I think it's three seasons now. I've, I've watched all of them, and, and it's just fantastic. They pretty much the lives of the chefs, and even the more prolific ones, they mm-hmm. try to go ahead and capture into like a one-hour span. And it's really cool seeing the, the three-star Michelin uh, restaurants being featured, uh, what they do, et cetera, how they process, where they come about. Uh, there's another series called Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat. And this one's pretty amazing. Um, she she kind of breaks down the food, the foods into the four categories because that's what it is. It's salt, fat, acid, and heat. Also, uh, Samin okay. Nosrat is the author of the book and she turned it into uh, a documentary. And it's pretty freaking stellar. Uh, street food is okay. You should skip that one. It's kind of bad. <laughs> Is that a don't watch it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, don't watch that one. That's uh, you get nothing. That's that's uh, that's exactly how I feel about that. You get nothing that guy from is there. Using a spatula in the picture. <laughs> <laughs> was he really? Oh, was he even paying attention? Hold on. Was he? Oh my god. Oh no, he's using a flipper. That's okay. Okay, all right. Yeah, it's the flat. It kind of looked like our spatula for a second, but it's not. Uh, Hero G- uh, Jiro James is Sushi, like uh, Sean had mentioned, one of the best documentaries for food ever. Uh, and let me see if they actually put that one there. Okay, so there's another one by... Do you remember that um, that movie Chef by John yes. Favreau? So he actually has a Netflix series. Um, I think it's like the Chef... Chef's the Kiss? Cooking Chef or something. Yeah, it's on Netflix. And it is so entertaining. Um, they just kind of go around all the cities that they went to during the filming of Chef and kind of explain why they made the food, explain why it is. And I didn't know this. Um, he employed um, Roy from um, the, the, the exec chef of Kogi Tacos from LA. Okay. So everything that we heard or saw from Chef is accurately portrayed as in the kitchen, because Roy trained him. It's like, that's not what you say. This is how we say it. These are the equipment. This is how you do it. Uh, so literally full-on training um, for that uh, movie as a chef, by a chef. So it was it was pretty it was pretty freaking spectacular. So that is uh that is our Mon Shushu news. Do you know what Mon Shushu is? Sean, do you know what that means? No, you gotta tell me. So I, I found this uh I found this little cafe sound right and I think it's kind of proper. Mon chouchou just means in French um, my little cabbage. Small <laughs> <laughs> bag they of use Brussels it, sprouts. <laughs> they, they use it as a term of endearment. Um, and uh, it's it's kind of cool. So I was like, hey, I think that'd be that'd be pretty set in what we do. Mon chouchou. So Mon chouchou news every Mon week chouchou. you get the newest culinary news from around the world. You but forgot the most sure. important news story in the culinary <laughs> world. <laughs> Do you want to hear it? Literally it. It was about sweet potatoes and yams today. No, no. The most important story was area man stabbed over Popeye's chicken sandwich. <laughs> well, that was yesterday, right? <laughs> yeah, man. Just, Wasn't that yesterday? Hold on. The past, me, what was it? The past, man the past week, <laughs> there was a stabbing over the Popeye's chicken sandwich. <laughs> 
Which is ridiculous. Which is this twenty nineteen people? Is that no one should no one should be getting stabbed? It was in Maryland. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's terrible. This This should not happen. Popeye's chicken sandwiches are plentiful (laughs) and six dollars, and they're at Popeye's. And no slander to Popeye's because. A brother likes a Popeye's chicken sandwich. Yeah, but this is for real. Oh my god, I yeah, this forgot. is this is real life, <laughs> right? This is real life in 2019. Apparently, that Popeye's chicken is better than um, the other chicken, Chick Fil A. So Chick Fil A chicken and so much. The sandwich is fine. Like, it's a sandwich. It, it tastes like the rest of their their chicken offering, which is again, it's fine. But no gotcha. one should be losing their life. Over a six dollar sandwich. So let's read I this think really the po- quick. Yeah, <laughs> police in Maryland. Hold on, let me um, let me let me get some uh, let me get some sound bites here, Sean. Are you ready for this? I don't think you're oh ready boy. for this, but we're gonna play it anyway. There we go. Police in Maryland have released the name of a man wanted on murder charge for the fatal stabbing of a customer outside of Popeye's restaurant. Lasting. Now this is a uh, well news. You can search this out. You can, uh, you can hear it. But, uh, the man identified on Tuesday was a 30-year-old Rico McLean. The Prince George's County Police Department said in news release. Come on, Prince George Martin County. We could do better. The death of a 28-year-old Kevin Tyrell Davis for a Popeye's chicken. Yeah, and Popeye's this chicken is terrible. would be damn good. Yeah, for I mean, to be a stabbing. It's not, you know, when you dig into the details, it's less about the actual sandwich and just about, like, people cutting in line. Which, again, it's 2019. <laughs> it's a Popeye's chicken sandwich. Like, if you were that peeved about someone cutting in line for a $6 sandwich, you could have just rolled over to McDonald's <laughs> and <laughs> got to their very empty drive through line and figured out your Popeye's chicken sandwich another, another time. It's just very, very sad to see... Two young men, one was 28 and one was 30, have their lives changed Over fatally for chicken. one. And, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying? saying? And then forever changed for the other, other, the other young, young man, man over, over, over nothing. nothing. It, so, was, it was done over a piece of chicken, Sean. Ain't I know. It's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So the Fast question food. is, Sean, would you would you kill somebody for a uh, for a Klondike bar or a Popeye's chicken? <laughs> um, yeah, no, nah, I think I'm gonna keep everyone alive for for both of those products. Hey, that's what I talk about. This is the greatest answer I've ever heard. <laughs> okay, okay, this is the greatest answer I've ever heard, guys. It's it's just chicken sandwich, damn. Yeah, yeah, man. You gotta practice some civility. I mean, we figured out society to the point where you can walk into an establishment and get a fully breaded uh, chicken sandwich served <laughs> with mayo and pickles and the potato bun without having to produce any of that stuff for yourself. So Correct. if it's gonna take a second to get one, especially when you know that everyone in line is there for the same reason. <laughs> Either wait in line. Or, you know, get it another day. You yeah, know, get it another day. I, I, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, man. It says a lot about um, society and the uh, forced and scheduled scarcity of consumer goods and what that does to, to people, you know? Mm-hmm. Now, Sean, are you ready 
for Thanksgiving. It is literally two weeks away. Yeah. I'm ready two for Thanksgiving. Away. It is I'm ready for Thanksgiving. One, two, 15 days to be exact. 15, 15 days. days away. That's it. For Thanksgiving. Have you already purchased your canned goods? Um, actually, we're planning to do that later later this week. So maybe um, maybe tomorrow or Friday we'll go and start, you know, rounding up the supplies now that um, our Thanksgiving plans are more cemented. Gotcha. Uh, I just want to tell all the listeners, uh, if you haven't already, please do not go into the crazy that becomes the week of Thanksgiving to get all your stuff because you're just going to get frustrated. You're going to get everything not everything is not going to be there really they're going to be running out of stuff and then you're going to be really super mad and then the the store clerks will be like well i'm sorry it's kind of right it's one day a year y'all time like (laughs) you could i mean you know if you listen to the podcast we've been telling you like almost like a month ago right been telling you get the stuff ready get your stuffing if you if you do the stuffing um uh get the the canned goods which we did I, I have five cans in my uh in my pantry right now um and then get uh get some of the dried uh, veggies that can hold for a couple of weeks it was like onions mm-hmm. or potatoes or whatever that can sit for sure. like two weeks on your uh, pantry it's not gonna go bad um get those right that way you're not having to run around and get them uh carrots also will stay fairly well uh, about a week on the shelves uh without refrigeration so any of the the same you know uh, just just get it today yeah uh, this week you know if you're if you're out there getting your turkey you know get it a little get it a few days ahead of time you know make some Mm. space in the bottom of your refrigerator so that it can start to actively defrost you know in the safest way you know and uh then when you're when it's time to bake that turkey or fry it if that's what you're you know trying to do you know you've reduced the the water and the ice particles that are in there and you can get a nice consistent uh cook yeah now you can also get the turkeys now the turkeys are out they're out you can get the barrels you can get the 14 to 18 pounder i think the 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 biggest one last night was like 22 pounds which is ridiculous that is like uh, yeah you feed the army food homie like yeah is that really necessary? Like, I don't... Hey, it depends know. on the size of, you know, you know how many people you're cooking. Oh, yeah, I do have sure. some some feedback um, okay. regarding our Thanksgiving preparation discussions. And I'm going to ask the question to you. Because, um, you know, sometimes we use these terms and we take for granted that everyone understands them. Can okay. you, uh, Chef Casey, explain... Oh. Yes, chef. <laughs> uh, explain how to butterfly a turkey. Ah, I knew they were gonna say this. I, I should okay. have uh, been more specific. So, okay, so to to not kind of overwhelm you, I think uh, the more the more succinct explanation would be to do it on a chicken. Chicken is a little smaller. Okay. Okay. So if you if you're looking at the whole chicken, uh, hopefully it's already prepared for you. You don't have to pluck the feathers or have to, to butcher the thing because um, that would be an experience for you all together. Right. Um, so the chicken, you're looking at it, you know where the breast side is. Um, that's how it normally looks. If you just flip the chicken the other way, so the back is turning in. To butterfly a chicken or any kind of bird uh, or a turkey, there's a little bone at the back of the, the chicken or the turkey and you just have to cut that out. So make one incision on one side, run it all the way down. And then you're going to, on the inside, you're looking at it. So on the breast, 
and you can see it there's two little holes kind of missing you want to you want to make a slice right at the breastbone so that just kind of nick it and the whole purpose of it um, as soon as you do that you can then turn the chicken or the turkey and just kind of it will snap so that you're butterflying now the other little piece uh, obviously you don't want to keep the you, or you can keep it it's up to you I don't keep it I just put it into the stock the other the actual piece of the um, the neck bone I just removed that all the way out so after you butterfly it once it's on a flat surface then you can take your knife and run it through and take that out completely so that's how to butterfly uh, a turkey or a chicken thus making your cooking time less because there's not a hole or a gap where air fills that's why it takes so long if you're cooking something uh, if there's a little gap there or if it's too if it's too compact so you want to make it as flat as possible on a sheet tray or whatever form you want that's, that, that's my explanation of uh, how to butterfly that'll be $22.50 money in the bank can I get that in Popeye's chicken sandwiches please <laughs> You can actually, <laughs> but I might have to murder you. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> can you just imagine? I think the conversation was like, yo, bro, I want some fries, motherfucker. That's it. Just That's kind of go at it. <laughs> that, was, that was it. That was it exactly. <laughs> They're like, come on, man. We're a dirty rice household. <laughs> this guy wants fries. Everyone's got to die. Oh, oh my goodness, goodness, man. Oh, my oh. goodness. My goodness, now Sean, did I did I put your did I put your end thing into here? Did I? Did I forget it? Oh, well, we're gonna. If you did, we're gonna pretend that you didn't. Ah, you know it's okay. I uh, I don't think did I did I add it onto here? So I I thought I had your your opening into this one, Sean's Tech Tuesday. Do 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 do. Do I have it? Do I have it? Please, do I have it? Hold on. Damn it, I don't, Sean. It's okay. We're right. we're gonna pretend hey. that it's on there. But Sean, are you ready? I am Sean's ready tech. for Sean's Tech Tuesday. Tech Tuesday. Hold on, hold on. Actually, hold on, hold on, hold on. Maybe. Okay, let's maybe. Because I'm on uh, the PC, uh, I can uh, play uh, it. Up, uh, up. Uh, let's see. Hold on. Let me see if you hear it. You're gonna hear a, a couple of things. Okay. Or maybe you're not. Hold on. Okay, let's let's, hold on, let's hold see. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, uh, We're getting uh. to it. We're getting to uh. it. Wait. Wait. If I could find it. I'm looking uh, at Casey's <laughs> file browser. I feel, right, right I feel like I'm seeing how the uh, sausage is made. <laughs> hold on. Can you hear this? Uh, uh, let's see. Oh, wow. No. I, nothing. <laughs> Sean, that was oh, a fail, man. Sean. It, no, sorry. it was it was it but was perfect just for me. Sean's sex Tuesday, oh yeah, the the, the sound bumpers. Oh yeah. Right it's, now it's the great. swell comes in and we pretend that we're dancing for a second. And then Sean's sex Tuesday all together. Sean take it away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> for uh this week's Tech Tuesday or Tech Wednesday, because that's when we're Wednesday, recording. Tech Wednesday. Tech Wednesday. Sorry, it is Tech Wednesday. I guess it actually works works well for today. We're going to talk about Wi-Fi 
Hey, some Wi-Fi action. Yes, yes. Um, we all use it. Um, it's it's ubiquitous. You know, you almost can't remember whoa, a time without whoa. it. Whoa, yeah. Sean. Whoa. You really uh, use ubiquitous? Uh, yeah, I'm using it. This, I'm using it. This is the greatest time. answer I've ever heard. Hey. God. <laughs> is is everybody to, even awake? Are you guys? They're, okay. they're, they're awake the now. First respond, the first guy to email, the first person to email me <laughs> what ubiquitous mean. I will send you something. I don't know what it is yet, but I will send you something. <laughs> Go chime it in at shovesalty at gmail.com. You heard it here, friends. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay, David. so I'm going to... I don't want you to look this up, but okay, I, I want, want I to ask you a question. I'm actually going to um, put the uh, the sound bit into my file right now so I don't forget it. Do you know when um, Wi-Fi was initially introduced and why? Oh, damn. When Wi-Fi was introduced? Yes, yes. Yes. Fuck. Okay. I'm going to assume it's in the same time as Bluetooth was. Or Bluetooth just came right before, so I'm going to say 92. Okay. So, um, it's funny that you mentioned Bluetooth because I'll talk... They hate wires. (laughs) It's funny funny that you mentioned Bluetooth because I'm going to talk about that a little bit later. Um, but actually, Wi-Fi was introduced in the early 70s, 1971. Show your face. No, it's not, bro. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was designed um, originally, or a version of it was designed uh, to connect the, the, the islands of Hawaii to a, really? to a pretty, yeah, to a basic internet-like um, system. Yeah, it was called uh-huh. AlohaNet. And um, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Are you serious? Can I look this up right now? You can look oh. it up. It means, you know, hello, goodbye, and Wi-Fi. <laughs> Wait, did, did yeah, you type that yeah. correctly? Wi-Fi. Yeah, you, it's just Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can you can look it up. 1971. Oh, my God. They had this yeah. 71? Why the fuck yeah. would we struggle during the 90s? I mean, because, you know, just like any technology. Land. You gotta wait for the need um, for speed. To arri- well, the need for speed, but the need to arise, and um, the cost of producing all that stuff to get cheap enough that uh, well, you know I mean, the average true. person can, you know. I got you. I got you. I got you. Can use it. You know, before like you know, people didn't have personal computers at all. You know, they're trying to use giant mainframe computers with with punch card uh, operating systems. But um, obviously, um, home computing takes off in the 90s, and um, Wi-Fi as we know it um, began to propagate and exist in the late 90s, 1997, um, mm. with wireless wireless A. So wireless A back then, um, you could use it to connect at 1.5 or up to 54 megabits over the 2.4 gigahertz band. Now I know I'm gonna <laughs> yes. I'm, <laughs> now everyone, you gotta bear with me because I'm gonna use uh, 2.4 and 5 gigahertz pretty pretty frequently to kind of mm. describe like the technology. So that Wait, was Sean, wireless I have A. I have mm-hmm. it. Hold on, we got this. Let's make it official, real quick. Okay, let's see. What? What's happening? Is it gone? <laughs> is it gone? Damn, it's still not gone. Okay, I'm sorry. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. No I problem. It. it wouldn't go through. <laughs> so after... Yeah, I give up. 
after Wireless A, um, there was um, Wireless B. Um, yeah. That came in 1999 for most consumer products, and that um, operated at speeds up to 11 megabits per second. Now, I know you'll hear that that's a little bit slower than Wireless A, mm. but um, Wireless B uh, technology was a little bit cheaper, and it was that was easier to get into most households. Um, wireless B was one of the first um, like wireless routers and like hardware that I started to use, okay. but it only operated on the 2.4 gigahertz band, which meant that it was susceptible to interference from like mm-hmm. cordless telephones, like microwaves, uh, baby monitors, and Bluetooth, which mm-hmm. would come a little bit later. But literally, I remember um, in where I used to live, like our networking equipment was in my dad's office, which was like on like the second floor. And I had a laptop and... Um, I would try to use it on the first floor in the kitchen. And sure enough, every time someone turned on the microwave, it would be like a dead zone. Like it would yeah. just, yeah. So that, that was wireless B. Um, wireless G um, came around 2003. It was backwards compatible with wireless B because it still operated on the um, 2.4 gigahertz band. But there were so more what channels. Is, uh, what is uh, backwards compatible? Just in case. Okay. All right, so backwards compatible is when you have a newer technology um, that shares compatibility with a technology that came out before it, which is good so that if, you know, people are upgrading their equipment, they don't have to upgrade everything. Correct. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, backwards compatibility is great for video games because, you know, maybe you got a PlayStation 2. And you don't have enough money for a new library of all that stuff, but you got PlayStation 1, you can play those games on the machine, and, you know, it encourages people to kind of stay within a family of products and, you know, grow their library and such. And for um, networking hardware, it's very important because, like I said, you, you pick up stuff over time. You know, maybe you have a laptop from a few years ago, and you get a video game console, and you got a new cell phone, and you want to just bring it home and know that that stuff will generally will work with the hardware you got and the hardware you might pick up in the future. Um, so, yeah, what was going to say? Uh, wireless G, that's when stuff became significantly cheaper, more reliable, and then, like, the encryption methods for um, data... Uh, Transmission protocols became mm. significantly better. So that's like, I kind of want to say that's like when you started to be able to go out into the world and like attach to like a Wi Fi hotspot in like a cafe or, you know, you'd go to the library and they had available Wi Fi. That was around the time of wireless G. Mm. And um, yeah, things got significantly better. That was like 2000s ish. Yeah, yeah, early 2000s. Yeah. Early 2000s. Um, after wireless G was wireless N. And that offered speeds up to 600 megabits per second. So now we're getting significantly faster. Right. Now you're starting to approach the speeds that you would get from like an Ethernet cable Mm -hmm. um, for wired networking. And it was keeping up with the pace of um, Internet um, options for consumers and, um, and for businesses. Yeah. Um, one of the best things about wireless N is this technology called um, uh, MIMO, uh, yes. which is not too different from uh, FIFO in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> in the kitchen, uh, FIFO stands for first in, first out, which is so like when you 
Yay! We're gonna <laughs> bring it all around. That's what I meant to play before I Yeah. I missed the click. <laughs> <laughs> and in the kitchen, you use FIFO, and you should use it in your um in your actual life. It's how you yes. rotate products in so that you're always using the stuff you bought first mm-hmm. before using, you know, so you don't have like. Uh, I don't know, three gallons of milk and you're only using from the newest one and you got something in the back of your refrigerator that's turning into mold or cheese. Yeah. You know, you want to rotate things as you're, you know, as you're using them and it cuts down waste significantly. But um, as far as wireless technology, MIMO stands for multiple in, multiple out. And the way that would work is like the routers would use more antennas so that they could um, be sending signals um, more frequently to more devices. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember like the first router I got had like three antennas. Um, I think the router like my parents have, it's like this super dope deluxe, like Nighthawk stealth router has like six Mm -hmm. antennas and it just makes it so that when you're using multiple devices, like the router is smart enough to send specific signals to a specific antenna to maximize the data throughput. After that um, is wireless AC. Um, That falls back on um, the uh, five gigahertz band and can theoretically uh, push out speeds up to six gigabits per second. the key technology with wireless AC is this thing called beamforming. And I guess the easiest way to explain how that works is like um, older routing and wireless technology kind of works like an echo, right? Yeah. Like a signal gets broadcast from the, the router and kind of bounces everywhere it can go. And then like the device that's trying to connect to it mm. echoes back some information back toward it. And that can be really, really good in um, if you have line of sight with the with the router. Mm. Um, but the further you are from the router, or if there are um, physical barriers that would break up the signal, you, you, it might start to introduce errors, and mm. errors just mean that it's going to be slowly, slightly slower than it would normally be. But uh, with wireless AC they have um, beam forming and that works like it still works with echoing but it kind of works like marco polo like if you think of the game marco polo where you're like yeah. marco and it's almost like polo and then the way that works is that like the devices go oh you said polo from here so now <laughs> when i say marco i need to say it toward you like i, I know where you are mm-hmm. and that speeds up things significantly um and finally, we're coming around on what's called wireless six. Um, mm-hmm. It's actually also called wireless AX. Um, it uses the 2.4 gigahertz uh, band. It uses the five gigahertz band. And now um, the spectrum's opened up for six gigabit or uh, six gigahertz radio bands mm-hmm. and could uh, get up to nine gigabits per second. Um, wow. Those routers have kind of been around since late 2017, um, but wireless ac is definitely still um more more popular but now you're starting to see that technology also get into like the newest phones like the iphone 11 has it yep. the galaxy s10 has it and you'll start to see it um get into uh more of the technology that you'll get your hands on in the future so Nani? yeah um that's the last thing i'll say is 
the maximum speeds are not really something you could really expect from the hardware yeah. um especially over generations but the best stuff comes in like reducing latency and issues with like errors so like things mm-hmm. like mimo helped out a bit and beam forming helped out a bit and uh networking is significantly better uh than it was way back in uh 97 when the 97. technology hit and obviously better than 1971 when they were just trying to connect the islands of uh hawaii it's so it's so interesting man i didn't know i had no idea aloha net as, as mm-hmm. i'm looking into the the wiki right now oh i love wiki man god i'm so addicted to to learning stuff that's my that's my one vice i, I just love learning and um because i'm that guy i'm like hey did you know <laughs> did you know that apples are not oranges you're like oh my god no <laughs> way and then you're just like sorry that's uh, <laughs> i was i was trying to do the uh i was trying to do the voice last night i was gonna do i was gonna say a whole french sentence paragraph oh boy gonna get your pierre escargot on and then and then Caitlin's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's like you're gonna you're gonna offend someone. It's gonna happen. It's like shut up, shut up. You're not even what are you doing? I'm like, wait, I'm trying to I'm trying to be as as was it as close to as close to natural or as 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 authentic as possible. That's what I was trying to say. Mm-hmm. She's just, just shut up, just shut up. Don't even say it. just just say it in English. Okay, just you're gonna offend somebody and then they're gonna come here and wreck us. And like murder somebody, I don't know. Okay, just, just you know. <laughs> oh my god! god. Alright, so that is the Wi-Fi. Wow. Yeah, the the things that you take for granted, you know. Mm-hmm. Wow. Just because they wanted to connect Hawaii, this is how it all came about. And seventy-one, seventy-one. Yeah, because I mean technology. back. Yeah, back, you know, obviously before um, satellites um, were prevalent and, you know, used for data transmission in the way we understand right now, you know, if you wanted to transmit data, you needed to, like, be on one of those transatlantic cables. And, Mm. uh, yeah, in 1971, I don't know, like, how uh, Hawaii specifically would have been wired for that stuff. And, like, you know, how they work is, like, you got to bury them deep into, like, the ocean floor, like, these giant cables, fiber cables. So, like, it might have been um, a significant undertaking, you know, to pull that off. So they actually transmitted the Wi-Fi, and it worked a little differently than how we expect Wi-Fi to work now. It actually used, like, UHF signals, which are kind of like mm. TV used UHF way back yeah. in the day. Wow, 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 wow. Wi-Fi, if you haven't already, Sean just gave us a whole preview of it. Uh, just so, just just in case, I want to keep uh, reiterating is we are on video format, so Sean and I are clicking away, or I'm clicking away and looking it up, and uh, as he's kind of talking, kind of giving you guys the heads and uh, the visuals per se, and the little drops because if you're just on audio, you get nothing. Yeah, you can't really see it. So other than that, uh, Sean, do we have? Uh, do you have uh do you have something else to say to them? Like a little tip yes, as we kind of go along? Um I'm gonna hope that Google Translate uh Hey Google Translate <laughs> help, helps me out here. I'm gonna try to say it in French, so bear okay, with okay, me. Okay, okay, okay. S'il vous plaît, ne pas tu pour sable papa's queen. Which means please don't kill for Popeyes. Please don't kill for Popeyes. 
<laughs> maybe we should uh maybe we should have Rosie say it because you know he he speaks French. Like Rosie, how do you say this? And he'd probably look at you like, "The fuck, Popeyes? What? What is going on?" No. No. Like I'm not gonna say that. Uh, folks, uh, we have hold on a bit. Today is we got one, two, three, four, five. We got Sean. We got five weeks at yeah. the restaurant currently. We have two weeks before Thanksgiving. If you're not already ready for it, uh, make sure you are. Get all the stuff all together. Now, let me blow it up to the big screen real quick. Now, I just want to uh, shout out to our sponsors, uh, Voice Made of Banana, for making this happen. Uh, hey, all the sound bites, all the sound goods. You can find that uh, my little tutorial that I've linked over there. If you want to recreate something of the same thing, if you're if you're a podcaster or if you just want to dabble into stuff in your conversation uh, with somebody, you know how pro dad be if you're having just like a Skype convo and you're doing drops as like full on conversations. You won't say anything. You just you just hit stuff like what would you say? Nani? But Whoa. like, <laughs> why? Thanks, right? So it's just like a whole bunch of stuff and it would throw them off so bad. <laughs> and like, if you can voice it out too, as is being said, oh my God. They're like, are you speaking Japanese right now? Like, I don't understand what's going on. But uh, as we go, um, I just want a quick shout out to Launchpad DM. We finally are on it. So this is a hosting website. This is our first hosting website. As the uh, the Chef Salty Pork podcast is being held, um, extra bits there first. So I, I've released an episode where you can only find it on Launchpad and iTunes alone. Um, and we're gonna make this our own platform. Kind of just a, a big shout out to them for uh, letting us join the the, the family and give us that some stuff. But all the other, all the the regular um, streaming services like Spotify or speaker or whatever all the other other ones will be up the day after so just to let you know uh launchpad dm gets the uh the priority and on itunes also okay and then if you haven't already uh chef salty pork on uh on patreon.com pork and wine gives you all the extra little tidbits and like i uh on the video it looks like a like porn, but it's not porn. Like all, the, <laughs> all the blurred out images there. I promise it's yeah. not. It's just it's just Sean and I cooking or myself looking stupid or some photos at the restaurant. Also, oh, I um I upload our silly tickets online because I think it's the funniest thing. Like the way the servers ring the stuff. Like we had um what was it the other day? The the woman was allergic to um and I, I Sean, I I it stopped me for a second. Um, allergic to cold broccoli. Okay, I'm a <laughs> straight up. Just that same reaction that you gave. I saw that ticket, and I'm like, can, can we just can can I can somebody just come back here and explain to me what the hell this is? Like, why the cold broccoli? Apparently. That woman is allergic to cold broccoli, so we so made wait, sure. I, was it the, cold? Like it was hot, and then it cooled down, or just raw broccoli? I don't know. <laughs> okay, perfect. They okay. didn't even order broccoli. It was just 
allergic to cold broccoli. So I'm assuming the first uh, the first iteration with the server was like, hi, how you doing? Oh, by the way, I'm allergic to cold broccoli. And I bet you the server was like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Cold broccoli. And then, they, you know, they just kind of typed it in to, uh, to the ticket. And that was uh, an event altogether. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Now, as we kind of go... Into our business, I I, I want just I, I just want to keep saying it. Um, Thanksgiving around the corner, all right. Make sure you already got all the stuff. Um, be prepared. Mise en place in the kitchen is uh, is really essential. That way, we can just do the one thing efficiently with everything else around it, um, and it just expedites things uh, faster and more streamlined per se. So do the same exact practices that we do in the kitchen, mm-hmm. in your own life, and at home, because I think it's just it's just so it's just so key to to what you do. So if you're trying to do your laundry or per se, right, you would get all your clothes together, have the laundry detergent, and then you just go one time. You'd like to think so. You'd like to think so. You'd like to think so. <laughs> right. But just having the practice into your head, constantly thinking, what do I need first before I go to said whatever or how how many things do I need before I prepare it? That's the the mindset that we kind of want to get you guys. So, uh, Chef Meals airs every Tuesday with Sean and myself. And on Thursdays, where I um, kind of talk food and everything else. Some extra tidbits, some extra episodes on Launchpad DM. They'll be launching with just random podcasters as we kind of talk about. And I expect some crossovers coming out soon. Uh, but Sean, you got, uh, you got anything else? Yeah, if you like what you've been listening to, and how could you not, just continue to tune in weekly. Uh, share, like, and subscribe to Pod to support our growing community. Um, hit us up with comments and suggestions hey, about hey. anything. Anything. You you know, you want to talk tech. Uh, mm. You want to talk food. You want to talk life. Uh, you know how to get a guilty... Uh, a guilty and cruelty-free Popeye's chicken sandwich <laughs> on these mean streets. Uh, let us know so we can tell the people. Um, everyone needs to <laughs> don't don't get stabbed over a sandwich. Yeah, man, don't get stabbed over That's a piece of chicken. Crazy. Damn, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's chicken. It's chicken. People. It's twenty nineteen. It's just <laughs> I just a little piece oh, of chicken. Man. We're gonna we're yeah. gonna stab somebody in a piece of chicken. So the links are on the screen right now. If you haven't seen uh, Chef Salty Pork podcast as soon as this little reel kind of over there chef salty pork podcast on youtube pork and wine on youtube you can hit up sean on metric card excellent twitter i don't do twitter yep. only sean does uh, he'll hit you up and then any any other things at chef salty ask chef salty at gmail.com <laughs> we'll head you out uh, i know it's a wednesday but other than that um sean Peace Shout out, out to Steve Harvey, man. Yeah. Fucking love that guy. <laughs> Steve, if you're listening ever, I love you. And your mustache. You're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> he, he does have a pretty epic mustache. Yo, it's it's an epic piece of fur on his face. Like, it's just, it's straight on immaculate. Like, that you know mustache. What? I gotta give Steve, all right. I, now, in my personal life, I don't give Steve Harvey a lot of credit. <laughs> I will give him credit for this one thing, right? Okay. So, like, through his stand-up comedy run and even his uh, sitcom, The Steve Harvey Show, mm. that dude had the best flat-top wig of Yo, all time. He did, and man. You know what he did? 
he just came all the way home. So that dude, that brother is bald and he's not afraid of it. I mean, again, he's a household name. Um, mm-hmm. The dude is everywhere. He's got an immaculate mustache. And, you know, you need to applaud that energy. Yeah, when man. it's time to come home, it's just time to come home. Just let it all go. Don't be afraid. Yeah. Just come he home. He ain't scared. He ain't scared, man. Um, I, I love. Oh, I wish that that series just keeps going on, but you know, it was just it was such an old classic, kind of. Yeah. Back then, as we were growing up, but um, I, I definitely watched it. Also, uh, was the other one with uh, Martin. Martin was amazing yeah. too. Oh, Martin man. is amazing, man. Like yeah. I said, you know, the so, hairline uh, <laughs> it, it belongs to the universe. So <laughs> you have it when you have it, and when you don't, you don't. Just let it go. <laughs> Just let it go. Don't oh, be afraid. Oh my gosh! That's that Guys. is my, my words of advice for for everyone. <laughs> what it what it's time to go? Let it go. We love you. Uh, <laughs> if you're turning bald, that's what Sean trying to say. If you're turning bald, just let it go. Just shave it off. Yeah, like, Don't play come it. Come home. Just come if home. If you're if you're gonna get a wig, get a wig. Do it. Go 100. Yeah, but yeah, you you gotta go out and get yourself a flat top Steve Harvey flat top wig. <laughs> Again, that dude is paid, so <laughs> he was out here. <laughs> perpetrating hard man dude he's probably getting haircuts with that wig that's how good it was no it probably is have you ever seen one of his episodes from uh damn what's that series that he does the uh oh my god i forgot what that 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 game show that he does in the morning oh family feud family feud yo he the perfect guy for it like Ah, I can't even this crowd, it. This crowd work is, is amazing. It's, it's amazing. 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 I, I don't give that guy enough credit. He's a funny dude. Uh, but, you know, he came home. Everyone. Okay. <laughs> come home. Uh, that's what we got. Ask Chef Salty. Uh, ask Chef Salty at gmail.com. Any reviews, any comments, anything you want to talk about, let's talk about it. That way we can view it. Other than that, guys. Again, one more time. Peace out, internet.